Hey guys, welcome to Dear Homeschool Mom, the podcast for homeschooling families where myths are debunked and questions are answered about any and everything homeschool. I'm Sarah, your host. Let's get started. Hello, hello. I'm so happy that you are here with me again today. I wanted to check on you, see how you're doing in this virtual podcasting land. I hope all is well with everyone in their families, that you're staying safe, that you're staying well, and um, that you are not getting as many emails as I am about COVID-19. Don't you love when they nickname stuff like this too, COVID-19? Um, I wanted to share with you um, a little bit about stress and share that today's episode is more so not about debunking a myth so much as it is debunking the stress if you can so i guess if we have to say that the myth um for today's episode if i had to assign one i guess it would sound like homeschooling is one of the most stressful things that anyone can do. And I'm going to debunk that myth right away and say that that is not true, that there are a lot of other things that can be equally, if not more so stressful than home educating. Um, Is it stressful? Yes, it can be. Um, And so can a whole bunch of other stuff. So one of the things that I want to share today Um, is an email that came from our children's pediatrician and they've been really keeping us up to date with the latest um, and greatest with this COVID-19 and so one of the emails that was received today was about managing the stress that accompanies I'm going to say not just this pandemic but also just daily life so I'm going to share them with you and you can take notes and shout out to our pediatrician who actually doesn't have to do all that they do. They could just be really super quiet and just take our phone calls and our strange emails, but they were like, no, we're gonna help out. And so they send us these emails to kind of alleviate any of the anxiety and worry that may um, go along with something like what's going on today. So, number one, it says limit your exposure to depressing or stressful content. This means in the media, books, movies, newspapers, and TV shows. No more than one hour per day, and yes, that includes information about the coronavirus. Limit screen time and increase reading. Visuals are much more powerful emotionally. Increase content exposure to pleasant things. The second word of advice is focus on what you can control and try to let go of what you can't. Number three, start a gratitude journal. Write down three things each day you are grateful for and write down different ones every day. Do this for at least three weeks. 21 days of gratitude journaling has been found to be an effective antidepressant. Number four, limit junk food intake. When you are stressed, sugar, salt, and fat taste much better. Unfortunately, they also make your body feel worse. And sugar can also decrease your immune system's response so you want to be mindful about that number six be kind to yourself remind yourself that you are doing as much as you can number seven get three to four hours of aerobic exercise every week 
split into at least three different days. Exercise is a natural antidepressant. Number eight, practice mindfulness meditation every day. Daily meditation lasting 20 to 45 minutes for eight weeks has been shown to change your brain, leading it to become calmer in the face of stress. Number nine, get six and a half to seven and a half hours of sleep each night. Less sleep than that makes you irritable, tired, less productive, and less effective. Ten, plan at least one pleasant thing to do every day. If you don't plan it, it won't happen. Eleven, self-soothe with your senses. Look at pretty pictures or pictures of people you love. Listen to calming or uplifting music. Fill your home with smells like from candles, scents, and foods. Take long baths and pet your pets. Savor your favorite foods. Number 12, engage in a hobby that has nothing to do with work or relationships. That way, when other things in your life are stressful, you can still enjoy your hobby. 13, practice yoga. It has both physical and mental health benefits. 14, have at least one person with in whom you can confide, a family member, friend, minister, priest, rabbi, or therapist. 15. Ask yourself what gives you joy and what gives you meaning. Increase the amount of time you spend doing both. And 16. Develop a self-care action plan split into five sections, mental, physical, emotional, social, and spiritual. Do at least one thing from the plan each day and one thing from each category each week. So that is going to conclude those stress managers. And I just thought that list was pretty spectacular. And I just want to share that. I also wanted to talk about using those 16 things once this thing is over. I just think that so often we get so overwhelmed, especially think about it. Parents who were already working from home, homeschooling, that's different from parents who were working from home, but their children were not at home. Their children were at school. So now they're trying to figure out how on earth am I going to manage working from home and helping my kids with their schoolwork and being accountable for making sure that they're doing what they need to do when I'm doing my everyday thing. That means that they're having to take a step back, these parents. And if you know any of these parents, that we encourage them, that we help them, and that we give them helpful tools. And those tools are telling them like what we've done. I know that I've been building a business here for quite some time. And the besides Dear Homeschool Mom, I'm an educational consultant, so I tutor and create curriculum for um, after-school programs, before-school programs, and then also I'm a licensed insurance agent in our state, and I have my own business with a Fortune 500 company that's on the New York Stock Exchange, and I've been working with this company for many years, and what I like about working from home and having the flexibility is just that. I mean, it's everything that's flexible. It's been interesting because being at home and doing what I do, helping families to become properly protected, debt-free and financially independent has been something that I've done for many years. But now I'm having to do it virtually. Usually I would leave out the house and I would go on appointments and my husband would 
watch the kids or maybe I would um, have my mom help. And sometimes I would just end up meeting clients at a library or a quiet space or an office setting and my children would make sure that they bring a book to read or something along those lines but they're in their own little area where I can keep an eye on them uh, a listen out place but also make sure that I'm able to help my clients and so it is very challenging trying to build a business when you homeschool but it can be done it can happen and now because the children are older they're more accountable I know when the children are a little bit younger like maybe first grade second grade it can be a little more challenging because the children are a little more needy and they need more from us as parents and so they always need us but it's more of uh, sitting right next to them making sure that things are being completed or questions are being answered and so I know that that can be a challenge and so some suggestions that we have are if you're not on zoom and you're not on some webinar where they can actually hear what's going on or if you have to have absolute silence I feel like you know, sometimes you just got to work in transparency. And I think that especially now with people knowing what's going on, say, hey, my kids are at home, obviously, um, they're younger, and they're going to be in here. If you hear some background noise, my apologies before we even begin, but they are present. Um, we'll try to keep noise level to a minimum. But I'm here for you. And this is our business meeting. And I think that if you set it up like that, that's perfect. Because no one is trying to hide the fact that you have children and that they are a visible presence and that they need you and that they're going to be around. Um, another thing would be block scheduling. So for parents who maybe are just starting a business in their home educating and thinking about starting a business, block scheduling is a really big deal and it's something that has helped me along the way actually saying from this time to this time this is what's happening and making sure that you are on that schedule for your business and then the children are on that schedule for their schooling that's really something that is important and can be done um, making sure that appointment times are actually happening at a time where it's not interrupting your work day and it's not necessarily interrupting the school day so again are, are we guilty of having appointments at 10 o'clock in the morning absolutely we are but it's okay because we take school on the road with us and children my children have been at business meetings with me they have um, come with me obviously to um, various appointments and then if I can have a support then I do have a support to watch them and to make sure that that they're well taken care of but I don't want for anyone to think that it's mission impossible to home educate and to have a business because it can be done and I think what's so cool is that the children are actually watching they're watching you on how you react um, how you do things how you build and it's a gift essentially it is a gift because whether you falter or you triumph they're watching and they get to see 
all the good and the not good and you're really setting the tone for the spirit of entrepreneurship within them and even if it's not entrepreneurship good business sense and and how to have a strong work ethic how to plan how to prep how to set smart goals how to create and there's nothing like that you can't beat that and so i think that this is a time in the world where we are at a standstill for a reason and not to be philosophical but just to to use this time i think as a time of hope of faith of charity of knowing that the best things in life are cultivated little by little that it takes time for us to promote um, not just ourselves and our business but it takes time to promote others and this is the time that's been given to us right now this is the time for us to really help and to share and to be of service if we can be and the way to do that is to share resources share knowledge and just be a good cheer stay positive because you're giving off that positive energy to others and just stay in a really good place mentally emotionally spiritually so that you're able to be that light in this oddity of semi-darkness right now but i see a lot of good and so i just want to encourage you um and, and quasi bust a myth today that um homeschooling can be stressful building a business and working from home and having children present can be stressful but it doesn't have to continuously be stressful and if we take the time to manage our stress and and have resources to help guide us things will be okay so i hope that everything pans out for you and your family that everything is going beautifully and that you are finding goodness in all of this that your business is growing and that you are um, able to be the very best version of yourself possible um, I will put in a plug for myself if anyone is is looking for either part-time or full-time income extra income um, willing to perhaps learn a new skill set and enjoys um, working from home or helping people that is definitely something that I can do um, is introduce them to my company and the company that I'm working with and see if it's a good fit. I just think that anything is possible. It may or may not be for you. You may know someone who it is a good fit for, someone else who may come to mind, but just to hear it out, I think would be um, a really great opportunity for you to see um, if it's a good fit for you and possibly to change the trajectory of your family's life. So thank you so much for joining me on this episode. I can be found on IG, Instagram at Dear Homeschool Mom and Facebook, Twitter, um, Pinterest, Dear Homeschool Mom and appreciate followers and you can also send me any comments and any questions to dearhsmom at gmail.com. Thanks so much. Until next time.